on. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 20th. 2020, a lot of 20s there. Strong hand, long-term thinking, personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Buying over crying. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Offended by selling, one day closer to an all-time high. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Conviction, dudes. And I, yeah, I'm offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. You can do a super chat. You can type in uh, Bitcoin Meister. Oh, yeah, this is the golden age, dudes. This is the golden age. So a lot of you have been asking about uh, to read the DMs I got from someone who tried to send me to the Bitcoin Inquisition. So you're going to get that. You're going to get that. This this story actually started back in May, but I was quiet about it until now. So you're going to get some insider information on the Bitcoin Inquisition, what, uh, what the big talkers uh, do behind the scenes here. Uh, very interesting stuff. But first, let's let's get to the news of the day. I'll uh, people are, are joining us live here, uh, and it, it takes a while sometimes. So we'll 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 save the heart of the matter to for a few more minutes from now. If you're watching this tape, you can play it at two x. You can get right to it. Mainstream headlines like the following headline. I'm going to read to you from from Bloomberg. This uh, this scares normies about Bitcoin. Listen to this. Uh, cryptocurrencies post biggest decline in two months. <laughs> I mean, such clickbait right there. They, they, they fail to mention that, uh, I mean, Bitcoin is <laughs> over $11,000. It was uh, it was down to uh, below 5000 for a se- second there. So, yeah, you, you can – and these type of headlines, and people, they don't read the articles – Normies don't read the art. They, they see this. This reinforces in their brain that, you know, that this Bitcoin, this crypto stuff is risky. It goes – it's so – it goes down a lot. Is it, is it dead? And it makes them – if they still have interest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, uh, it makes them so more likely to want someone else to manage it for them, to stick with the traditional way that they think about finance, okay? Uh you know, cryptocurrencies, biggest decline. Into, well, who's going to manage that? I can't manage declines like, like that. I can't manage scary declines. So I want to uh, – I'll just outsource it if I actually get into this. Now, of course, it turns a lot of people off, but still some some just are still interested. They persevere, but they still have these scary headlines in the back of their heads, and it leads them away from – very far away from controlling your own private key. And you end up with the following. Uh, Grayscale, Bcash, and Litecoin Trust have massive premiums. Okay, we know about Grayscale and Barry Silbert. He provides a product that isn't really Bitcoin, that isn't really cryptocurrency. You get to invest in his fund and pretend that you own a cryptocurrency. And yet you can do it through your 401k. And that is, hey, people people love their 401ks because they don't. They they don't manage they they don't manage anything in it. They let let the uh, it's it's all outsourced. It's traditional. If there's scary if there's scary price declines, you don't have to worry about uh, dealing with it. It's all just it's some third party is taking care of everything for you. So the people that still have four hundred one ks with that mindset, they they like well I, I will diversify into Bitcoin. Now there's some people that are that are real bit that understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, they happen to have 401ks. Instead of getting rid of their 401ks or their IRAs, uh, as I did, 
uh, back in uh, back in what was it, 2014 or 15, and just turning it all into Bitcoin. <laughs> that was a good idea. Uh, they stick with it. They they don't want the penalty, and this is how they get exposure. Okay, through GBTC. I understand. I understand. But according to Arcane Research, one of the main reasons is that trading these funds is the only way American retail investors, i.e. regular Joe Smos, can invest in cryptocurrencies through their 401ks. Okay, But not only that, they think that's the only way they can invest in cryptocurrencies, that the, by listening to mainstream pundits, by being scared away from all, by all the technical aspects of it, they don't want to learn the, the simple basics of bitcoin which i talked about on a past sunday video the five uh the the, the five aspects of the, the five things you can learn about bitcoin that are five skills five bitcoin skills you need like sending or storing bitcoin these normies do not want to learn they're just unwilling to learn about sending or storing bitcoin they're just unwilling to do it because i mean and, and it's reinforced by the media it's reinforced by the options that barry silver gives them and hey compete don't complain let barry silver do, do what he's going to do so the main drivers of grayscale premiums are investors buying directly uh into the trust seek compensation for the lockup period okay high retail demand from crypto exposure exposure through 401k savings with few other options okay that's true invite investors might be unaware of the premium that's real too true also and it's it's also super true that they don't know what they're about they're, they're like oh i already got into the gbtc one now i get into the bcash one the litecoin one the ethereum one people are just led down the normies are going to be led down this path because they miss the they don't have the confidence in themselves because of the media that they can learn about simple Bitcoin. The simple aspects of Bitcoin are sending and storing. It's not that hard. Sending a Bitcoin is not hard. But if you don't know how to do it, you're going to be siloed into Barry Silbert's world over there. And you end up buying some Litecoin product of his for a premium that that's not even Litecoin. It's crazy. So another reason. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and normies also have been trained throughout their lives to never hold the underlying asset. They, they are used to this. They're used to not holding it. This is cryptocurrency. It's personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Counter, the mainstream culture is let somebody else take care of everything for me. Let the bank take care. I outsource my thinking to someone else. With Bitcoin, you, you think, you learn. You know how to send. You know how to store. But so many people aren't uh, – they're not down with that. Pound that like button though, people. Uh, I think I saw some questions over there. I'm going to get there in a second. Oh, yeah, we're getting to the Bitcoin acquisition thing in a second. You guys are going to love that. Since some of you are Bitcoin yentas and, and like to hear, you know, when people uh, <laughs> say not so nice things to other people. All right. Now, what is it? Zach's tweet. Zach Vol says, uh, and and by the way, he, he did, we're, we're getting we're segueing into crypto Twitter here. He says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Paul Tudor Jones didn't gauge Twitter sentiment before investing in Bitcoin. George Ball doesn't give a S about your Bitcoin tweets. This own this online community is a tempest in a teapot. I agree with that. And that plenty of people observe and just as many ignore. So, yes, big money people, they, they, they ignore, they ignore it. They ignore crypto Twitter. They don't know the first thing about it. But I'm going to give crypto Twitter and Bitcoin Twitter, whatever, the benefit of the doubt. It is not Bitcoin. It is if you spend your day arguing on, on it all day, you're crying and you're not buying. That's not good. But 
if more people out there, if more normies out there did dip their toe into it and had this the ability to filter through all the trash, it does help. It, it can help. You do learn that GBTC is not BTC. That is something you can clearly – you learn that you need to know how to send a Bitcoin. Now, you can get into all these nonsense arguments about Bcash forking and, and, and Roger's horrible and this. And how could you how could you talk to Andy Hoffman? And how could you talk to Trace Mayer? You hurt my feelings. I don't want to be your friend anymore. You, know, you, can, you can get into that drama, which is just drama. Uh, which and, and that consists – that's what most <laughs> crypto Twitter is, sadly, sadly. And again, it, it is not Bitcoin, but uh, under the right circumstances, if you got a brain on your head, if you're not emotional, uh, you it, it, it can be helpful. It can be helpful. So I, I warn people about crypto Twitter. I try to say, you know, it, it does not control the Bitcoin price. It is not, you know, there's so much money flowing in the Bitcoin that does not give a rat about about crypto Twitter. There's so many products being built around Bitcoin, this GBTC stuff, and it doesn't care about crypto Twitter. But if you do, if you're on it, if you're learning, if you're watching, if you have Bitcoin insider information, which should be common information, knowing how to send and save and set up a Trezor and all this stuff, you're so ahead of the game. You just got to keep a level head and not get up, up in this emotional stuff, and but also not get distracted by the fancy sets and graphics and ooh, what's the latest uh, altcoin that's worth $20,000? You know, there was a headline on CoinDesk today. It, it, it's it, it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act, and it just takes patience and long-term thinking. You have to get the feel of the whole ecosystem. And so many people just rush headlong into it and, and want big, flashy altcoins and like to get caught up in drama and like to live vicariously through the big names. And that's not – you got to live through yourself. you got to learn the basics. Okay, so let's get to the point here. Uh, by the way, 5 p.m. Baltimore time tomorrow is this week in Bitcoin. 5 p.m. Baltimore time. Uh, if that's 2 p.m. in Los Angeles tomorrow, Friday. Tune in here. So let me – before we read what, I, what what this is all about here, this uh, – <laughs> all right, dudes. Uh, and please pound that like button and spread the word about this. You're about to get some uh, – a little interesting thing. Uh, and someone says, can you buy, can you buy Bitcoin with a 401k? No, the only way you can do it is buy through, buy GBTC. And that's not Bitcoin. That's the only way people are getting exposure to it is there are going to be more options soon enough. This premium will go away right now. Barry Silver's got a monopoly. Of, well, it's, it's a monopoly because he worked his butt off to create this product. Okay. No one else has created a product in the United States that does something like this. Okay. So props to him for all the people who just cannot give up their 401ks, who are stuck in the 401k mentality, um, who don't want to create another savings vehicle. I mean, yeah, you're in 401k. Cool. Why don't you get some of your other state? Stop contributing as much to it and uh, invest in, in the real thing in Bitcoin. So no, you'll never through your 401k. You don't really own Bitcoin. You own GBTC. Uh, Thoughts on central bank digital currencies being launched. At JPAR, I have talked about this many, many times before. Um, and it's just, it's noise. It's a way for them to control their populace. It's a way for China to look like they're, uh, they're, being, uh, they're being more revealing of what's really going on behind the scenes. It, it, it's all central. It, it's, it all can be shut off at any time by the governments. It's not 
Uh, it's confiscatable. It's a way to control their people. The, the positive is, is that it gets more people aware of what cryptocurrency is. They are all going to do it. They're all going to have their own digital currencies eventually. They're getting closer. We'll talk. I mean, Japan's getting closer. United States is getting closer. It's, it's, I mean, it's a way to do negative interest, uh, impose negative interest rates on the people. But you can opt out of it. That's the great thing about it. And my positive take on it, yes, they're all going to do it. And it will inform people about what Bitcoin is. And they can make their cho choice to be slaves, which most will choose, or to, uh, oh, I can pay my taxes in it. Or to to move on the Bitcoin, so they they will be big. They'll be big. People will love digital. And in this day where people are scared they can get diseases from touching money, yeah, it's it's going to be a big thing. But I, I, okay, we've we've discussed this many many times. Check out the archives, disruptmeister.com. It's nothing to worry about if you own Bitcoin. It's it's like people are scared. Oh, China's creating a digital currency. What's it have to do with you? Dude? What's it have to do with you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. Um, if you own Bitcoin, you're in the Bitcoin overlay. That affects if you're truly in the Bitcoin overlay. Who cares if Japan makes a card? This, that, and the other. It, I mean, it only help you really um, if it gets more people into it. So, finally, to uh, the the Inquisition here. I want to remind everyone that yeah. Great. Bring, bring, I've always said bring on the Inquisition. I am not a victim here. I'm not trying to say, oh, look, someone says something bad to me. I feel bad for me. No, no, don't at all. It's awesome. I love it. I, I let people say the most vicious things in my chat, in the comments section. So if people want to send me private messages that are not so nice, that's great. Um, but they should expect, you know, if they're going to be uh, slimy about it, that uh, it will be revealed. You know, this is a this is newsworthy. The Bitcoin Inquisition is a real thing. There are hardcore Bitcoin people out there that just get their feet. I mean, it's their feelings. They get they're offended that you actually could talk to someone like Tai Zen or here, here, we'll, we'll just I'll just read it all out to you. And this is in May. This happened. This happened. I got this DM one night out of the blue, out of the blue from someone that everyone knows. I'm not saying, you know, if it's a guy or a girl or whatever. But I got this DM in the middle of the night in May. This was before the happened. This was before the happened. Just out of the blue. Out of the blue. Um, and just a reminder, uh, I mean, who who's the well, who's the radical here? All the guys that get together and, and say, well, no, this is what Bitcoin is. This is who you're allowed to talk to. That's very authoritarian. They're they they get that the authoritarians try to police the radicals. No, radical meister. And I'm proud to be a radical meister. Pound that. I'm a unique beast. No, you unique beast. You're not allowed to talk to Tizen. No, you're not allowed. This, that's the thing about Bitcoin. There are no rules here. That, that, that's what you got to grasp. And these people don't grasp. And that's why I call it the Bitcoin Inquisition, because they try to shame people. They try to scare you. Um, you know, you, you have to be strict. There's strict rules. Eat the pork. Eat the pork. You must eat the pork. And I'm not eating the pork, dude. I'm not. I'm doing this. That's the thing. That's what I love about Bitcoin. There no, you could be a unique beast. You could talk to Roger if you want. Whatever you're going to do, everyone's a little different here. That's that's humanity. That that's the glory. That's the glory of humanity. And uh, it, it, you cannot be policed here. But anyway, so the Bitcoin Inquisition is a machine of sorts. And I, you know, I don't like machines. Um, but they, and they are welcome to do what they do. Okay, I just want to tell you what they do. Um, and I can be friends with whoever I want to. Some Inquisition doesn't have to define who's my friends. Um, and I can have whoever on my show that I want to have on my show, okay? Um, and people can complain about it if you want to complain about it, which is great. Um, but yeah, this message was totally out of the blue. And when you get a, a message that's totally out of the blue and insulting and, and basically lying, uh, and they expect you to be quiet about it, 
it, it's just amazing. You get an e what I'm about to share you. It's, it's out of the blue. It's lying. Uh, and they expect him to be a C-U-C-K and like, be quiet and be like, ooh, I'm not going to share this. Now, again, I'd be, I'm not sharing the person's name. But you'll see that this person did not want me to share this. All right? But, I mean, you could talk – they talk such a big game behind the scene. Okay? This is where the big boys play. If you're going to talk a big game behind the scene and say not nice things to me, and, and then you're going to – no, you're not allowed to tell anyone that. Stand behind your words. I'm not a C-U-C-K. I'm not going to be like, well, he said he said something mean to me, and now he doesn't want me to – or he or she doesn't want me to share it. I, I'm not going to share it. And I and I waited. I waited. Um, so, yeah, we've got – it's cult. And these people complain about the BSV cult. I mean, it's a cult of it's a cult of sorts when you have to go to private individuals and tell them what they can and can't talk about. It. It's unbelievable. Um, the scapegoating of certain people in uh, in the uh, the Bitcoin uh, the people who practice this Bitcoin Inquisition stuff they scapegoat. There are certain people that are untouchable in the space once they've they've done something. Oh, you said Trace Mayer. He's the, he's the worst thing ever. Even though Trace Mayer done great things for Bitcoin, I mean, did he make some bad decisions? It appears he did. He hasn't he hasn't shown his face before. Um, but this is not a war, and some people have the inability to understand that. This is not a war. You don't need to blame other people. Take personal responsibility. If someone doesn't like, if someone is doing something you don't like, okay, ignore them, whatever. I mean, or you can critique them privately or publicly, but be if you're going to critique someone privately or publicly, be aware they're going to, you know, they're not just going to sit there like a C-U-C-K. Okay? All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, let me just mark my place here. I, I meant to read it already. So let me read you what the dude said. I'm sorry. This is, again, you've lost all my support. I will no longer be link, liking or retweeting any of your content. You brought on Bcashers, day traders like Tai Zen, who were publicly against Bitcoin in 2017, and Andy Hoffman, who was pushing scams, all coiners and creators of forks. And now you are trying to drum up support for Trace Mayer after what he did. I understand it. It seems like it seems like you like to do the opposite of what the general crowd thinks. <clears throat> but doing the opposite just for the sake of doing the opposite is ridiculous at best and far harmful to your viewers at worst. Best of luck in your future endeavor. Then he con he uh, corrects it with endeavors. For first, first of all, this is where the big boys play. My viewers can make up their own minds. They they don't need mommy Bitcoin. They don't need this mommy Bitcoin to tell them. Uh, you know, what's good, what's bad. I, I think they, they can decide if Andy Hoffman is, is Satan or Tizen is uh, Beelzebub or whatever. So I immediately replied, Andy Hoffman and Tizen are my friends. How the heck am I trying to drum up support for Trace Mayer? I mean, good question. How was I trying to drum? I will continue to read your Twitter feed. And this is me still. I will continue to read your Twitter feed, learn from it, bring up content from it on my show and retweet it. I have no issues with interacting with and learning from people who I don't 100% agree with. I eventually plan to share this surprise message from you and the exchange that followed with others slash the public. Out of courtesy to you, I will wait until after the halving so you have a chance to be the first to share it if you desire. Then the, the reply from this person, this message was meant to was meant personally for you. Any sharing of this message would be a violation of my privacy as I do not give you permission to share this message. If you share this message, I will also share the above, which I just shared, wherein I specifically told you that I do not give you permission to share this private conversation. And then I replied, 
your name will be hidden. It will be an example of how certain people can talk a big game privately and at the same time be little girls unable to handle their statements publicly. Best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> That's how I concluded. And then uh, he said, I still do not give you permission to share my personal message to you uh, with anyone else. Once again, even if the name is hidden, it would still be my words shared against my will. I'm sure you can find plenty of other examples of whatever whatever SJW quest you're on at the moment. Well, I mean, whatever and that was it. And I didn't reply after that. So there you go. That is a that's a straight out of the Bitcoin Inquisition there. And you can see uh, Tizen, Andy Hoffman, they are my friends and I'm not backing down. I know these people personally. They are my friends. Do I agree with them all the time? No, I don't agree with them all the time. But I mean, I, I'm <laughs> you don't back down from these people, who uh, the Inquisition. OK, you don't change your ways. It's like, I'm not retweeting you anymore. You are a bad boy. You you lead your viewers, your, your grown up viewers. You lead them astray. They can think for themselves. I mean, I was talking about earlier. There are mainstream headlines out there that are scary. People got to look through mainstream headlines. It's it's their fault. They fall for the mainstream headlines. It's, it's people's fault. They, they don't use their heads. They fall for all this stuff. I am not. Hey, I'm, I present you stuff. I'm not saying you must do this. You must do that. I want people to be independent thinkers out there. And I think some of these people, I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. There's, there's a lot going on here. And uh, I'm just reading the comments. So good, 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 good. So finally, with that, I want to conclude. You, you, got, you got a little insight here. And yeah, it, it's cultist behavior here. And it's. This is not a war. This it's you know, these people attack BSV, but this is a cult in itself. Uh, but they're welcome to have a cult, and anything is welcome in Bitcoin. You can have that. Uh, and I do still, I still look at that person's feed. And since Bitcoin is unconfiscatable, I think some of the guys get frustrated that they can't take Bitcoin from people they dislike, um, that they, they that they don't like their ideas, that there's jealousy of those with lots of Bitcoin that that can't be taken. So in Bitcoin induces this helplessness in some people. So they feel they need to send passive aggressive messages and tweets. OK, that's how this Bitcoin. I think this is part of this Bitcoin inquisition here is that some of these dudes are like, I am so hardcore Bitcoin. OK, but I but that guy who's not hardcore Bitcoin, he's got a lot of Bitcoin. Why don't I have a lot of Bitcoin? That's unfair. Uh, he's I'm going to cancel him. I want him to be canceled. He talked to how can a guy who who talks with Andy Hoffman and and and, uh, and ties in how can he have a lot of more Bitcoin than me? How can this dude who's got he's, he's not a technical he doesn't have technical knowledge? How can he have more? It's wrong, and I can't take the Bitcoin from him, which is awesome. So here I'll just uh, try to cancel him in, in traditional uh, mainstream uh, way. So and going back to that thing, I mean it's amazing how I mean I say the words Trace Mayer and people think. I've been, I've been defending him for so long. I mean, it was totally out of the blue when I got that email from, I mean, that DM from this guy mentioning Trace Mayer. Anyway, you can play it again. You can read what the dude said. That's it. Uh, so finally, uh, do not accept the new normal, people. Do not keep on saying, be a, keep on being a unique beast, people. Keep on being a unique beast. And hey, if you are, a, if you, if you don't like what I have to say, uh, that's great. You say it, you and then but if you don't if you don't like what I have to say, you send me an insulting email and then you start begging me not to share it anonymously. I mean <laughs> you're pathetic. Be a man, stand by your words. Come on. You can send it, but you can't 
it can't be shared. It can't be shared. All the the, the lies and the, the threats that I, I okay, whatever. Uh, now moving on. Uh, yes, uh, Tom Emmer, the congressman from Minnesota, he had his town hall, and apparently the big thing he wanted to announce at his town hall, uh, one of the big things was that he's accepting a Bitcoin don crypto donations now. Good for him. Uh, he's using it as a gimmick to promote his uh, fundraising. I mean, he's interested in, in cryptocurrency. He wants to do good things for cryptocurrency, supposedly. At the same time, he's like, well, it, it better be it, it'll benefit me also. I'll have a town hall where all these wealthy uh, Bitcoiners will come and, and, and listen. I didn't. It was earlier today. And then I'll, you know, the first thing I'll say is, hey, you can give me Bitcoin now. And it works. It works for him. Good for him. I mean that's uh, that that's his form of market. They got to raise their they got to raise funds somehow. I I hope I hope he truly wants to uh, make the regulation easier on Bitcoin and clarifies the tax situation. That would be great. And that it isn't it isn't just a pure gimmick in order to get guys like me interested in him giving him uh, Bitcoin donations. So let, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. So that was a big thing I heard about the uh, I heard about his uh, crypto town hall that he had. That he made that announcement. All right, dudes, that's it. It's it's getting a little dark here, and I should really have run a long time ago. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, uh, subscribe subscribe to the channel, pound that like button, uh, bang that bell button, and tomorrow 5 p.m. we will be back here for this week in Bitcoin. That's Eastern Time, uh, 2 p.m. on the West Coast. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks.